Welcome to The Payment Space, a podcast by ePay Resources. In our inaugural episode, we talk to Jeff Foote, ePay Resources President and CEO. Welcome to the first episode of ePay's new podcast. I'm Anne-Marie Leek, Vice President of Communications for ePay Resources, and we are very excited to have this new digital channel um, to introduce our thought leadership content, as well as um, help you get to know our staff and our expertise. Today, we are very excited to welcome Jeff Foote. We want our members to have this opportunity to get to know you a little bit, Jeff. So welcome. Great. Well, thank you, Emory, And uh, hello, everyone. It's uh, wonderful to be on board, wonderful to be at ePay, and I look forward to to meeting uh, many of our members and clients in months and years to come. Thank you, Jeff. So you just got back from a big trip to Alaska. Tell us about that and how, how did it compare to other vacations you've been on? Because I know you travel quite a bit. I, I do like to travel. Uh, so as a as a boy, most of our vacations, and I found a lot of people tend tend to have the same story. Uh, most of our vacations tended to be to visit people, and these were people that we loved, uh, our family prim- primarily. But I've discovered this wonderful thing a little earlier uh, in life that uh, I, I love going places and seeing new things. Uh, I do love visiting my family, but I also like vacations where I get. Uh, I, I love uh, natural beauty and and I love experiencing uh, uh, new places and new cultures and and new everything. So uh, we did. We we got back uh, recently from a, a trip to Alaska. I I think this is the third time I've been to Alaska. I think it's one of the prettiest places on earth, uh, particularly during the summertime. And uh, I. I look forward to going each time. We we go to different places each time, and and uh, got to experience some some uh, some cool things uh, that we haven't been able to see in the past uh, in terms of wildlife and some things that were a little bit more prevalent this time. So it was a great trip. Always good to get home, but it was a great trip. So what was the most exciting wildlife sighting? Well, we we saw we got to watch his bald eagle sat in his perch in a tree for probably 45 minutes or an hour. Uh, he swooped down a couple of times out of the tree into the nearby uh, ocean, uh, caught a fish, uh, went back up. We got to see him eat his his catch up in his nest and wow. uh, and uh, just kind of seeing that whole thing play out right in front of us was pretty amazing. Uh, we saw a number of eagles, but seeing uh, Seeing that one bird for that length of time was we we counted ourselves lucky. That is amazing. What was your vantage point compared to where the eagle was? Well, uh, we used binoculars. Uh, you you could see him with the naked eye, but he was a lot. Things were a lot clearer with binoculars. We were uh, probably a two or three hundred yards from where he was perched up in the tree, uh, but uh, we just. We just watched and uh, eventually walked over to the tree itself, and it was amazing. He stayed right there until we got right up to the base of the tree, and then he, he decided we were a little bit too close and flew off. But uh, it was uh, he put on a quite a show for us. 
Wow, that that is thrilling. We we always love wildlife sightings on our vacations. That's always a highlight. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, when we first met back in our all staff meeting in Dallas, I immediately noted that you have a broadcaster's voice. And then I found out that kind of plays into what you wanted to be when you grew up. And, and might I add, I will probably have you as a frequent podcast guest since you, you have such a natural voice for it. Um, but but tell us that story of what you wanted to be when you grew up. Well, Amory, I'm a sports fan and have been since I was uh, a, a young boy. And I, I guess I grew up particularly uh, watching and listening to baseball. And, and so, uh, I, I don't, I suspect this isn't, uh, 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 an employment fantasy of, uh, of myself alone as a boy, but, you know, I grew up with, uh, Kurt Gowdy and Tony Kubek and Joe Gargiola and, oh gosh, uh, Milo Hamilton, a lot of the great, what I term baseball announcers. I know, uh, they did things other than just baseball, but, uh, that's where I, uh, just I thought, well, how cool would this be? I get to I get to go to baseball games and be a sportscaster, and sportscasting generally just seemed like a really a wonderful, glamorous life to me, and and that's kind of what I grew up wanting to be. Uh, as I got into high school, I I sort of uh, that morphed a little bit into well, maybe I'll just be a journalist, more of a general. And then as I got into college, uh, uh, the the realities of uh, uh, you know, uh, falling in love, getting married while I was still in college and a few other realities kind of came home and, and I decided maybe there were more uh, uh, reliable ways to support a family than than uh, trying to get into sports broadcasting. But uh, that's that was that was uh, that was my boyhood uh, vision for what my life would be. I think you're right. I think that's that's a vision shared by many, many children. Yeah, undoubtedly. So you wound up in banking. And I did. You um, have the unique perspective of you've also been a longtime member and board member of ePay. So tell us a little bit about your career and that particular perspective. Well, having told you what I wanted to be when I grew up, when I did, when I actually did grow up, I, I count myself really fortunate to have spent the, the bulk of my career in community banking. Uh, in uh, in Central and South Texas. Uh, I actually uh, lived a year and a half or so in Dallas right out of uh, school and I went to went to work. I, I like to tell the story. I, I accepted a job offer with uh, MBank Dallas. Uh, by the time I actually went to work for them, uh, it, the, the organization was known as Deposit Insurance Bridge Bank. And by the time my 90-day review uh, came up, I worked for Bank One Texas NA. So I saw in my first uh, very uh, few months in in banking uh, the uh, the results of of uh, what can what can go wrong in the industry back in the 1980s. But it also opened up some wonderful opportunities to me. And uh, a couple of years into my credit training program, I had a chance to. To, uh, to move to San Antonio and accept a position with the company down there, which I did. And then a few years later, I joined Broadway Bank in San Antonio, where I spent 27 years uh, uh, in helping to, to lead that organization. Uh, and for those that don't know, Broadway Bank is a, 
I guess nowadays about a $5 billion uh, community uh, financial institution, commercial bank, uh, headquartered in San Antonio and, and really serving uh, various parts of Texas. Uh, my, uh, I, the, the way I got uh, in, associated with ePay many years ago, I, I learned of, of uh, ePay or at the time called Swatcha, uh, another payments association, is uh, I, I managed all things treasury solutions for Broadway. And, and so that entailed a lot of payments, questions and rules and policies and, uh, and and risk documents that we had to oversee. And and so as I got more and more into that, I, I did, I'd, I'd say it's probably 20 plus years ago that I discovered the beauties of a payments association that bankers and credit unions can can use as partners uh, to, to help educate and 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 empower uh, them us and that was back in those days as a member institution so that from that uh, from from those beginnings I became a, a, uh, aware of the value of, of what Swatcher ePay uh, offered and then over the years I had opportunities to from some additional interactions conferences and such uh, eventually was asked to serve on on their board and uh, and then had an opportunity here earlier this year to actually join the organization as uh, as, as president, as you mentioned earlier. So uh, that's sort of my career in a nutshell, uh, a nutshell, uh, really centered around payments, but from the viewpoint of a of a banker and and the viewpoint of our clients. Wonderful. We're very excited to to have you on board um, in a leadership role, especially having that perspective as both a member and a board member. And your family must be very excited about this next step in your career as well. Tell us about them. Uh, they are they are excited and supportive. Uh, this uh, the move back to Dallas uh, has. Uh, entailed some separation of, of my wife from her grandchildren. So there, there is a, a little bit of, a, of of melancholy, but but this is a really wonderful, exciting opportunity for us. And we're already finding that uh, uh, grandma and grandpa's house will be the subject of many road trips for those that are still in San Antonio or other places and, and want to come visit. So, um, but I, we do have a have a large family uh, right now. Uh, moved to Dallas with just our 16-year-old and, and my wife and me and our dog. Uh, but uh, we we have uh, we have a large family, uh, eight children, nine grandchildren. So uh, we're uh, and and we all live in Texas at this point. Uh, with those that have gone away for school or what have you, have moved back. So we count ourselves fortunate to to be in fairly uh, close proximity to one another. Fantastic. Well, yes, new new place for new memories to be made, right? Absolutely, new adventures. We're we're an adventurous family, as I talked about earlier. <laughs> we, we like trying and doing new things. This was a big one, but uh, what an exciting opportunity uh, for for me and for the family. Well, you were a really good sport at our July all staff meeting. Um, you let us do an Ask Jeff Anything session. Yeah. And there were quite a few questions that you accommodated. And you even made a point of 
coming back, I think, the next day and addressing some we didn't have time for the first day. But I was particularly impressed and intrigued by your answer about what kind of music you listen to. And I was really impressed that I believe you said you have over 250 songs on your Spotify list. Yeah, I mean, that's not really that many, Anne-Marie, to be honest with you. Um, I, I, you know, I know people with thousands, but um, I, I tend to be kind of picky uh, about the things I put on my, my Spotify uh, uh, likes. Um, I, my, uh, I, I will tell you something now that I'm not sure I mentioned uh, back in uh, at our all team meeting. Uh, my uh, my family all gives me a hard time because I, I do have a couple of playlists that I've that I've developed, but those are for kind of special one-off kinds of things. Um, most of my music just sits in my likes, uh, which makes it impossible to share through Spotify and drive my family crazy. Uh, but what it does for me is it just gives me a, a wonderful mix of music. I don't like any one kind of music. I have favorites through probably all genres. And and I pick the favorites and they all go on my like list. And so if you drive around in the car with the with me, you might be just as likely to go from, uh, uh, you know, 70s rock to uh, 2000 something uh, country to uh, Irish folk songs and all one right after the other. And that's the way I just like variety. And if it's good music, I don't really care what genre it fits in. And. Uh, again, like I say, my 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 kids tell me I'm crazy, but that's uh, that's my little quirk when it comes to my favorite music. Adventurous in music, just as in life, right? <laughs> I suppose. I've never thought of it that way, but maybe so. <laughs> I think so. Well, to wrap up today, I wanted to note that ePay is approaching its 50th anniversary in 2024 and ask you what excites you the most about reaching that milestone and our continued evolution, um, particularly in light of your perspective as a member, a board member, and now as president? Well, I love this question. And, and as selfishly, I love the timing of having joined the organization kind of on the verge of that incredible milestone. You know, any organization that has not just survived, but thrived as this organization has for almost five decades, um, there, there's one thing I guarantee you, and that's that's change. Uh, the, the organization, uh, whatever the initial vision was 50 years ago, and I'm, I, I don't know what the, that precise vision was, but I promise you that the organization has had to respond to change on many, many occasions and to do so well over the years. If you just look at the industry as a whole, uh, your technology plays so much more of a, of, a, of a prevalent role in everything. In fact, this, your phone, this is a financial institution to most consumers and, and businesses. And if you'd, have, if you'd have told me that 20 years ago, I, like most bankers at the time, would have, would have chuckled uh, that that could ever realistically happen. But that's, that is, it's happened. And that's just one version of change. And so like any organization, this organization has moved from a from a, 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 an organization with a fairly narrow focus, primarily ACH uh, rules focused, uh, to something much, much broader than that, where we 
Uh, we, we renamed ourselves a number of years ago to get away from, to acknowledge the obvious that we were no longer an ACH-centric organization, although we still have great expertise in that area, but that we really are focusing on all things payments and the recognition that, uh, you know, as new payment rails emerge, uh, RTP, FedNow, uh, as uh, technologies continue to morph into whether it's in cards or in uh, uh, you know instant or real-time payments uh, whether even yes checks are still around we, we long for the day when they'll vanish forever but the, the truth is they're not going to at least not in this country anytime soon and and the exciting part is that ePay has found a way to stay relevant and up Dated and to and to continually provide value and and find new forms of value to provide our members as the as the years have rolled by and and what being in business for you know 49 years or so at this point uh, really indicates to me is that we've we've gotten pretty good over the decades of of adapting to change and I think that's uh, uh, does that does that guarantee us anything for the future? Uh, no, it we have to stay on our toes, and we have to we have to seek to be even better tomorrow than we were yesterday. All of those things that I know banks and credit unions uh, all, all know all too well, but it does uh, it does tell me that uh, that that we have uh, in our DNA the propensity for for figuring change out. And that's one of the things that excited me most when I joined the organization uh, and, uh, and and really excites me about the future, uh, not just of ePay, but of our members, uh, banks and credit unions primarily, and, and others that we, that we serve throughout the country. Thank you so much, Jeff. We really appreciate your time today and the opportunity for our members to get to know you a little bit better. And you're guaranteed we're gonna have you back as a frequent guest. Well, this this has been a lot of fun. Always open for a conversation, Anne Marie. And uh, again, can't can't wait to get out and meet more of our members. Thank you so much, Jeff.